0: good afternoon this is one of the final episodes of dragon digest live in quarantine and we have a full room of guests screen of guests right now um we can go around introducing everyone So i'm delaney rogers and we can say how we say what we're doing in quarantine right now so we'll start with casey uh uh-huh. hey
1: i'm casey uh, currently in quarantine i'm doing a podcast um <laughs>
0: Really? <laughs> okay.
1: Wow, I'm Jake, and currently in quarantine, yeah. I'm doing a podcast, too, Casey. Whoa, dude, that's crazy.
0: Really, <laughs> like what kind of things you were doing, but okay, and then, Mrs. Orth. <laughs> uh, I'm Mrs. Orth,
1: and uh, I am actually heading up north right now. Okay. Well, I thought she was doing a podcast. And I'm doing a podcast, <laughs>
0: yep. You're in a car full of people. Right. With, and a dog. And there's Hannah, keeping her head out.
1: And a, and a uh, <laughs> car sick person in the back. Right.
0: Good times. Okay. So, Mrs. Orth, you are a teacher at Lake Orion High School, and you teach yearbook and English. Yeah, I teach English 11,
1: uh, yearbook. I teach a class called Introduction to Journalistic Writing. Um, I teach SAT prep and I teach a class called Mass
0: Media. Okay, and what do those look like for you on a day-to-day basis with a school? school um, well, usually SAT prep, we teach in the uh,
1: first half of the school year, so first and second term. Um, and then I also usually am teaching English 11 all year and yearbook all year. And then um, SAT prep, this year was the first year that we actually, I think they ran a term of it third term, but I was not one of the teachers for third term. Um, Third and fourth term is when I have uh, IJW and mass media. So um, I usually have three different classes running, you know, at the same time.
0: Okay. And what got you into teaching and wanting to do more journalistic and photography stuff?
1: Um, Well... Initially, when I went away to college, I wanted to go into teaching, but uh, my mom was a teacher, and she told me that she would not pay for my college education to become a teacher because there were no teaching jobs at the time, and she was convinced I wouldn't be able to get a job after I graduated if I went into teaching. So instead, I got a degree in journalism and public relations. And after I graduated from college, I got a job working in the advertising industry. Um, I was an account executive, and uh, I worked on accounts like Lowe's Home Improvement and Kroger and uh, some other retail establishments that are actually no longer in business. Like uh, there used to be a place called Perry Drugstores, and they have gone out of business, not due to my. <laughs> Ability or inability to advertise their business. (laughs) Shut them down. (laughs) I think they've just uh, got eaten up by the CVSs and Walgreens of the world. And uh, there used to be a company, they were never in Michigan, but um, they were still our client called Venture. And uh, they were kind of like a Kmart in other parts of the United States. And uh, I also worked on a business called Northern Automotive, which was like a chain of Automotive repair shops things like that. But anyway, so I worked in advertising for uh, several years and um, Although I was successful at it. I didn't love it. So um, I Started going back to school to get my master's and my teaching certificate at Wayne State Um, And then my husband and I we started having children and I was like, well, I really want to stay home with my kids Um, for a little while. And so after talking to my advisor at Wayne State, he suggested that I just stop my schooling at Wayne State um, just until I was ready to actually start teaching. Because once you get a teaching certificate, you have to get a teaching job, a full-time teaching job within two years, or else you have to keep applying for extensions. And so just to avoid that, he was like, just wait till you're ready. So um, after we were done having all three of our girls, and they were all, I think Hannah was in uh, preschool. Then I went back to Wayne State and uh, finished up my teaching certificate and uh, got hired right away by Lake Orion. So since I had a degree already, a bachelor's degree in journalism, in addition to being certified to teach English, secondary English, Um, I have an endorsement to teach journalism, and so that's how I got the job um, as the yearbook advisor.
0: Okay, and have all of your girls been in the class with you? They have,
1: yep. Um, My oldest, Sarah, book until her senior year, um, but she did join the staff her senior year, and she did a really good job. Um, and then Julia and Hannah were both in it for uh, three years, from sophomore year through their senior year.
0: You're raising, raising little journalists.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> um, While well, Sarah's going in, she just, she actually, my oldest just graduated from Central. Um, she has her degree in elementary education. And then Julia is at Grand Valley, and she is actually majoring in um, advertising and graphic design, which okay. she learned from yearbook. And then uh, Hannah is planning to go to Grand Valley and major in film, so.
0: Okay.
1: Not exactly journalists, but somewhere along those lines.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: you know, speaking of yearbook, how has um, coronavirus um, impacted the whole yearbook process?
0: Well, um,
1: it, it happened that it hit Michigan and Lake Orion specifically um, right at the end of sort of our organizing yearbook in a logical fashion. So we've kind of covered the year, like, by seasons, by fall, winter, and spring. And so we were just wrapping up our winter coverage of winter sports teams and winter events, Um, You know academics and student life events and clubs and organizations that tend to be more active in the winter and We are getting ready to start spring coverage and that's when everything shut down so um, It was a little bit convenient in that You know, it was a a natural place to stop coverage Um, Since we get the yearbook delivered to us in the spring our spring coverage is actually covered in a supplement so it's not part of the original book and stitched into the cover, it is printed separately and then we add it, there, it comes like with a sticker along the edge and we add it to each book. Um, and so since that's where the coverage ended, um, our spring supplement is just going to look very different this year. Instead of covering spring sports and the spring musical and other things that are you know, specific to spring. Um, we're going to be covering just coronavirus and some more like world news events.
0: Yes. Going <laughs> to be a unique Yes, yeah. here's what we very interesting.
1: Yeah. So, um, so and luckily, like the day that school was canceled that Thursday, um, that day in school, we had submitted all except for seven pages of our book. Okay. So on that Friday, when we didn't have school, um, Hannah and I went into the school, and um, between the two of us, we were able to finish the, those last seven pages and submit them to the plant. Awesome. And then um, we were able to have the final proofs mailed to me at home so that we, Hannah and I could go through all the proofs and make any final corrections and then resubmit them so that they can print our book. So yeah it worked out okay for us yeah good yeah sounds like
0: we're going on track
1: (laughs) yeah we'll see um the problem now is that um the plant that prints our yearbook you know had to shut down for like five or six weeks i mean they weren't allowed to work and so now the question is they are back at work but the question is how soon can they actually print our books and get them to us and so We're waiting to find out that answer.
0: True. And the whole delivery process is probably different too. Yeah. I mean,
1: ideally they're like, well, we were closed for five weeks. Your delivery is pushed out five weeks. Um, I would like it to not be that late. I would like to get the books sooner just so we have them. So whenever we can get them to students, like we already have them, but, um, and going in our favor is the fact that we had our book done. Like everything was submitted. I think there are a lot of schools that still had a lot of pages to finish. Um, and since we were able to get our book in, maybe, maybe, I don't know yet, but maybe that will mean that they can print ours kind of first. We'll see.
0: I think so. I mean you guys you've gotten Spartan awards and other things. So I think you guys deserve to have it printed first. <laughs> maybe on various yeah. all students in like Lagorian. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm not sure that they're looking at the awards to determine (laughs) who gets their book printed, but maybe.
0: (laughs) So with the um, Spartan, the Spartan is one of the MIPA awards, and it's more of a prestigious award. And your book has gotten that year after year, right? Many years. Yeah,
1: pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Most years. Not every year, but most years, yeah.
0: Okay, and you guys just just recently had the ceremony for that. And then, in addition to that, this year, you've gotten, it was a new award for you being a teacher, was the Golden Pen. Can you explain right. what the Golden Pen is?
1: Um, the Golden Pen is an award that um, is given to an advisor each year, a journalism advisor each year. Um, one advisor throughout the whole state of Michigan can win it. And, um, you know, this year, and it just, it, it generally, it just means that um, you're an outstanding journalism advisor. Um, and so to be nominated, um, a student has to, you know, start the process. I imagine there's some kind of form and then um, collect some letters of recommendation. And so um, Hannah started the process for me and she reached out to um, teachers and uh, some of the administrators at Lake Orion High School. And also uh, my students and past students, students who have graduated, and asked them to write letters of recommendation for me, recommending me for the award. And they did, which was really, um, you know, I mean, very nice, it was humbling um, to see that so many people support me and think highly of me, so.
0: And you deserve it. (laughs) Well, thank you.
1: (laughs) And then just when you, when you, Heard word that you uh, won that award. Can you tell us a little bit about how that felt, knowing that somebody nominated you and all uh, that whole process? Uh, I I was not expecting it. I did not know at all, and I actually um, because of the coronavirus, um, the awards ceremony that that is usually announced at is usually in Lansing. Um, And so now this year, um, it was all, there there have been individual videos online that MIPA has been hosting. And I wasn't even planning to watch that video. I wasn't watching it. And, um, but Hannah happened to be on it with the TPW class. um, And I was just in the room folding some laundry. And I heard them talking about it and I heard them say my name. And I was like, what? And so then I went over to her, where she was with her laptop to to watch, which was that was very surprising. And um, I guess I didn't, you know, if if I didn't have a daughter who happened to be in my the room, I don't know when or how I would have found out. <laughs>
0: it's funny because during did, Corona, nobody's really doing anything, so it's hard to actually keep track of school and like other things, work things. So it's good that she was. Yeah. In the room. I, to keep I just don't know it. that
1: I would have been on, on that part of the award ceremony. I, I hadn't thought to log in because I didn't think I was going to learn anything about yearbook. Because for yearbook, unlike TPW, like, we know we won a Spartan already. Because we find out, um, you know, like, we find out in, like, usually by September about that year's yearbook. So, like, I already know the 2019 yearbook won a Spartan they're going to announce it at the Spartan ceremony whenever it is next week or something. But, um, but we already found out unlike you guys, you don't find out until that day when they're announcing them, we already know. And so, um, I wasn't, I don't know. I I just wasn't going to tune in on that particular day because I didn't think anything was going to be announced that pertained to me. So luckily Hannah happened to be tuned in and then I heard about it.
0: Good. Are you bummed that it was during Corona? Because, like you know, in person it would have been really cool to be there and have this ceremony. It's just a once in a lifetime opportunity. Is there any? Kind
1: yeah,
0: of- I
1: think um, I think that Mytha is doing a really nice job with how they're handling these various award ceremonies. But it's always more fun in person, you know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of things that corona is negatively affecting, and um, out of all of them, you know, that that's just another one on the list, but uh, I wouldn't say it's the worst thing to happen because of corona. <laughs> yeah, at least this hasn't been canceled, and they're still getting through it. Right, that's right. That's a good thing. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, I think the things that seniors are missing out on this at the end of the year, so much more so than just like prom and, and maybe prom and maybe graduation but just the, these last couple of months with your friends in high school and yeah um i think that's way more uh, disappointing than
0: you know, sports than- seasons right yeah i think i know yeah. for both yearbook and TPW, it'd be nice to have the closure of those final moments that people waited for as seniors like for you know like TPW, the newscast it's nice to say goodbye yearbook even right. like distributed and then the award ceremonies are really good Right. so it's I know it's frustrating yeah I think we'll do something I know this yeah or something
1: yeah I mean hopefully some of that will still happen it's just the unknown is also really upsetting right Just nobody knows so definitely so with the golden pen award what is what is what's going to happen next for your career or yearbook what does that mean for it um, well, I will tell you, so after, the, after finding out that Hannah had nominated me, um, the director of MIPA, his name is Jeremy Steele, he sent me an email and shared with me the letters of um, support that Hannah had submitted on my behalf. And so then I was able to read them. And um, that was really touching to be able to read um, from, you know, students, prior students, some students who graduated, you know, five, six, seven years ago, um, and uh, also though from fellow teachers at Lake Warren High School, and um, Mr. Holly wrote me a really nice letter, and um, all of that sort of um, renewed my passion for teaching and for yearbook in general. So I guess it's just keeping me excited about uh, doing this work with students year after year.
0: It's so nice to have that during this, the chaos, everything is so overwhelming. Right, right, yeah. what were you gonna say, Casey? I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: Uh, No, that's okay. I was was saying, it's a really wholesome story, you know, it's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's, um, I mean, I'm sure all teachers at at different points in their careers go through highs and lows, but this is my 11th year. And, you know, this is just a nice boost at this point in my career um, to kind of keep me energized about the whole thing.
0: In a way, it sort of paid off. Maybe it was long awaited, but- Right, right. You deserve (laughs) the award. Yeah. Are you guys gonna do any sort of celebration after? for like the yearbook is a class for you do you know is there anything i hope
1: so um we usually i know uh, tpw does like a banquet we usually do like more of a luncheon um for my seniors and we have it during fourth hour on a wednesday and invite in all the seniors parents and you know i go through probably like mr smith does or similar to like a sports banquet and i go through and talk about each of the seniors and then give them their stoles and um And so this year, obviously, that's not really going to happen, but if and when we can actually congregate in a group of more than, you know, six or ten people, I would love to have some sort of celebration, and whether we have it at my house or at a park or something, I'd love to, um, you know, still have some sort of special, special, you know, whatever, party, whatever it is. Um, and we will still distribute yearbooks, but, and that's such a fun event for for everyone in the class, um, maybe especially for seniors, but um, just the day you get those yearbooks and we get to open those boxes and look at the book actually printed and, and everyone can just, we usually, as soon as we get them delivered and in the classroom, we usually spend a good 20, 30 minutes just going through and everyone is able to look at the pages they designed or the stories they worked on or the photos they took and, and how it all came together. And, um, I'm really hoping that this year, whenever the books do get delivered, that I'm able to have my whole staff there so we can still sort of relish that moment, um, you know, before we distribute them out to everyone if whatever the situation is, whatever phase we're in for like sort of reopening the state, if I can't have my whole staff there, if there's a limit, you know, I would open it up first to my seniors because they're not going to get that opportunity again, you know, but um, uh, there is a chance, I guess, that I can have anyone and just everybody will kind of get their yearbook individually and You know, that just sort of diminishes the excitement when you can't share it with all of your classmates who you all work together on it. So I'm hoping that that's not the case.
0: It'd be kind of cool if they did something for the seniors where maybe we can, because I know most of high school, we don't really go around signing yearbooks, but I wonder if they could do something where they could actually sign yearbooks for the seniors, just as a... Right,
1: yeah, and we, um, the last couple of years, like, we're kind of trying to bring the idea of signing books back, and especially for seniors, like, they're doing that, they were, uh, not this year, but doing that senior breakfast where you could come get your yearbook, and then go to the breakfast, and, um, you know, teachers and administrators would be in the commons, and they could sign your yearbook, and, you know, that was sort of the push in the last few years, but now, yeah. who knows? <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there any, right, go ahead.
1: Uh, it's okay.
0: Keep butting heads here with uh, words. Is there any specific story or distinct moment you had when you're like, I really want to go into journalism and you want to continue doing what you love for years, for further years?
1: Um, well, when I went to college initially and I decided to major in journalism, it was mainly because um, writing came easily to me. So it seemed like something I should pursue and um but I will tell you that um advising any uh any journalism um, is a really tough job. It's way more than teaching a class um it's way more involved and time consuming but the process year to year of yearbook to me is um I really do love the process because you know. At this time in the spring when we're done with our book we can already start thinking about next year's book and brainstorming ideas and looking on Pinterest and looking in magazines and looking at various like professional advertising campaigns and getting inspiration and then deciding on colors and fonts and layouts and how we're gonna cover students and and things that are happening and it's like every year you, you get a clean slate to start over and do things differently and do things better. And every year we also learn more about what other schools are doing and how they're doing such a good job of covering their student body. And we try to figure out ways to incorporate that into our book. And, and so winning awards is great. But year after year, I do think that it starts to become expected that, you know, our programs are going to win these prestigious awards, but we don't, we can't just create the same yearbook year after year. Like, every year, the, the bar is raised a little higher. Mm-hmm. The target is constantly moving, and so um, we have to constantly adapt to that and to new ways, and, and, you know, for two years in there, we tried even including, like, um, links to videos in the yearbook, and that was another, just another difficult thing to manage and to to try to include. But, you know, we're always trying new and different ways to to provide that, that additional coverage of the year. Um, and that, I think, you know, it does show in our books, and that's part of why we win awards, and even last year's yearbook, the 2019 yearbook that we won a Spartan that will be announced next week. But... Um, We got, in addition to winning the Spartan, we got a special commendation, and that was for coverage. And we have in the past gotten special commendations for photography, because we tend to have really good photography. But to get a commendation for coverage, to me, like that's, that's the most important one. Because that means we did a really good job of covering as many students as we could, as many activities and events and things that were happening as possible and the judges recognized that our book did a good job of covering it. So that was really uh now that now that we've gotten that commendation, now that again raises the bar. Just for me personally, I'm like, well I want to get that commendation every year. So
0: a bit intimidating. It keeps me going.
1: Well, yeah, it is. But it keeps me going. Like, it keeps me thinking about it and, um, you know, always uh, trying to find new ways to to manage it, you know, in in about 300 pages. Like, we really – we can't just add 100 pages to the book and be like, well, now just fill more pages because that costs more money and – um, you know, the price is always, is something I I also have to keep in mind, you know, for every year that students have to come up with this money to buy this book. So, um, so anyway, yeah, it's just that challenge that's always there that keeps me motivated.
0: That's, we got you the award too. It's, you guys keep setting the bar and you keep blowing people out of the water with the outcome of the yearbook.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, It's an ever-changing task, right? So it's not like, oh, I figured it out, and now I just know how to do it. It's every month to month even, like I just, we're constantly reanalyzing it. I think uh, sometimes even my students get a little bit um, frustrated with me because they'll be like, you know, in August or September, they'll be like, okay, this is what the book's gonna look like. Boom, we're done. We can design all the pages. We know exactly what we're gonna do now. We just have to take pictures and write the stories and sometimes, you know, October, November, December, I'll be like, you know, I really think we should do this differently or we should add this or we should, and they'll be like, oh, we already designed those pages or we already did this. And I'm like, yeah, but we can change it. And I think it's better and, and they get frustrated with me, but
0: you know, got to push them. <laughs> there you go. And with that being said, like, do you have any advice for aspiring journalists or people who are going into the writing field So no. Everyone on this podcast Zoom call is interested in journalism in one way or another. Do you have any advice for them? Or anyone who um, may
1: that is a good
0: question. <laughs> um, or maybe the advice I've, that you've learned over the years, a sign that stuck with you and then resonated with you most, but the biggest lesson with journalism.
1: Yeah, I think um what is becoming more and more You know sort of relevant right now about journalists and and specifically i mean i think it's really true with your book is i think it's becoming very clear that we do need to document the truth we need to document what's happening and the yearbook documents it's a historical document of what happened that school year and you know so are your broadcast um, coverage and so i mean if we had a school newspaper it would be documenting what happened and um, even in the in a bigger sense, and, and in the world, we need to be documenting the truth for, you know, our cities, our states, our countries. Um, it's it's more important now than ever. Especially, I think, as things do go more digital, um, the ability to alter those digital files um, seems to be coming frighteningly easy, and then you don't have an accurate representation. So I think that's the role that, I think we need journalists to fill that role and I think that role is more important than ever.
0: Awesome, thank you. And we're running out of time here. We have like four minutes before my Zoom call shuts us out because premium is expensive. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. That was awesome. Yeah, thanks you guys. And congratulations with the golden pen. So, thank you. For one last time, um, today, I mean, I'm Delaney Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jake Jor. I'm Casey. And then this is Mrs. Orth. This <laughs> is Stephanie Orth. Mrs. Orth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, drive safe. Hopefully, no one thank gets you. car sick. Hopefully, the dog is hydrated. <laughs> Have fun. Right. right. Thank you. Um, Thanks, you guys.